All right, welcome back to The Drive Home with Timothy. My name is Dustin. Got Timothy here with me. Um, thank you for being here with us. Um, it has come to my attention that some of you think that I am sexist. And I respect your opinion. And also, that's really stupid. But I respect how stupid your opinion is. Um, I understand why you might think that. But it's not true. And I, I only bring this up because today we're going to talk about something that is going to make the people who criticized me for being sexist before, you're going to do it again. And so this is your warning. <laughs> you don't need a warning. I need, this is my warning to me that people are going to call me sexist. So I've been warned. We're going to talk about the gender wage gap. For those of you not paying attention, it is exactly what it sounds like. I'm not going to tell you. Um, but the whole thing is, statistically, and we can't even agree on this. We can't agree on anything anymore, even numerically, right? It used to be that you get statistics and then we could argue over what they mean. And now you get statistics and then we argue over whether the statistics are real. COVID is the best example of that. Well, what, how the mortality rate, well, it's being overreported, it's being underreported. Like we can't even just figure out the science and then we can argue about the humanity of all of it. Um, gender wage gap, the, the general idea is that women make 82 cents on the dollar compared to men. If you're a woman, you're making less than your male counterparts, statistically. But here's the thing. I think that's good because women aren't valuable. No, just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Calm down. Calm down. Timothy's like hiding under the back seat. Calm down. Um, no. There are really good reasons why women statistically tend to make less money than men. And the biggest one, really maybe the only one, is the reproductive differences between men and women. Remember eighth grade health class? Take all that same stuff and apply it to economics now, right? Women have the ovaries and the fallopian stuff, and then the guys have the other things, and they grow beards. So the difference is women behave differently in the workplace. And I don't mean like day-to-day -day behavior. I mean the decisions that they make. So for one, the, the obvious one is that most women at some point in their lives are going to have babies and if they're working, they're going to have maternity leave and they're going to be more likely to need time off either like, hey, I'm going to not work for a couple years because I got this baby that I need to raise until I can put it in school, put him or her, not it, in school, um, which is basically a glorified daycare. If, if having kids during COVID has taught me anything, and it may not have, but if it did, it's that school is basically, grade school anyway, is great, basically daycare with a little bit of math. Because when it came time, when we had to keep our kids home and then the teachers were like, okay, here's the, here's the work that they need to do. This is what they were going to do today if we were in school. And they would send us like, I don't know, a paragraph of stuff. And the kids are done in 20 minutes. And they're just playing for the rest of the day. And I'm thinking, what did... What were you doing? Like, what were you teaching my kids? Because it was almost nothing. Shout out to all the teachers out there. We love you. You're underpaid. All that stuff that you're supposed to say. Um, so women are more likely to need time off because of their duties as a mother. 
that's really the big thing. Men tend generally to be a little more selfish and tend to be risk takers, but maybe that's because we don't carry babies and because we don't nurse babies, at least none of us yet. Probably by the end of this year, somebody's going to figure out how to how to make a man lactate. You're going to take a certain pill and lactate and women are going to be like, finally, we can get some sleep at night. Equality has finally arrived. And you know what? Good. I'm all for it. Um, but the, the idea is men and women ch- make different choices in the workplace. So it's a, when you hear 82 cents on the dollar, it's not that women doing the same job as a man are necessarily making less. What happens is women are lovely people, and so they're more likely to be caregivers, health care, child care, any care, yard care, not yard care, that's the Mexicans. So I just found a whole other group of people to get mad at me. Um, but you choose the jobs that are more fulfilling and frankly more necessary to society, and you get paid less for it. Men want to go out and be CEOs. And I promise you, look, I work for a Fortune 500 company. That's a big shock to most of you. Um, there is nobody less valuable in a big company than the CEO. Nobody. Um, unless you founded that company and built it on your own, the CEO is a puppet. And it's just for the shareholders to be like, we got to do the Q4. Um so men men want jobs that pay more. They they take risks and a lot of them get, you know, destroyed and crushed and end up dead at the bottom of a ravine, but the ones who don't bring the average way up because they become multi-billionaires. Um you also get different levels of experience because men usually have a more continuous flow of work experience where women if you look at I don't want to say typical woman because that sounds like something a typical man would say. But if you look at a woman's resume, there's you're more likely to find some gaps. Like, what were you doing for these couple of years? Oh, I had I had babies, or I was doing the PTA, or I learned to sew, or whatever kind of stereotypical things. That men, you don't get to not work if you're a man, and it's one of the things that makes being a man in this country so much harder than being a woman. You guys don't even know. We have to work all the time, and you get to stay home and play with the babies. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean any of that. Um, But if you're interviewing two people and one of them has more gaps in their resume, um, which is fine, it's understandable, but the other one has more continuous experience and is maybe more up-to-date on the industry because they've been in it continuously for a long period of time, that is a bonus for the person that has continuous experience, right? Um, also a lot of women tend to choose jobs that have more flexible hours because if a dad misses a recital, it's not great, but it's not the end of the world. If mom misses a recital, game over, it's done, right? That kid is going to be either in therapy or a stripper or whatever else. Shout out to all the strippers out there. You're underpaid and overworked. Um, so a lot of, so you'll have you know, mothers working part-time jobs sometimes. So the whole thing, the whole thing with the gender wage gap is basically that women have babies and men don't. Now, I get that this is rough for those of you who are career-focused women and maybe don't want to have babies. 
because you're going to have a potential employer looking at your resume or interviewing, interviewing you. And in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I know in a couple of, you know, if you're, let's say you're 27 and you've been married for three years and you don't have any kids. If I'm interviewing you, I'm thinking, ah, there's a really good chance within the next three years that she's going to have a baby, which is great for her, but it's going to be harder to hire her. Right. And you may be like, I'm not having babies. But I don't know that because I am i can't ask. I can't be like, hey, when are you going to have babies? Because then you're going to sue me and we're all going to be on the news together. But if you bring it up, so this is, a, this is how you can help yourself. If you are a career-minded woman and you're 27 and you've been married for three years and you don't have kids and you don't plan to have kids, absolutely bring it up in the interview. Absolutely. Right? They'll be like, what are you, what do you, where do you see yourself in this company in 10 years? And you'd be like, well, not with kids, that's for damn sure. And then they'll know. They'll know what your intentions are. Right? <clears throat> but we can't... <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, got away from me. Um, we can't do this thing that we're doing where there's a... I know there are a lot of double standards that are not good for women, but here's one that is. We constantly talk about mothers and we celebrate Mother's Day and motherhood and we love mothers maybe more than any other group of people on the planet, and justifiably so, right? We can't also take motherhood and make it... You can't, you can't say women are amazing and they're, they're such great people because they're mothers and they're so nurturing because they're mothers and only women could be mothers because they're so amazing and then also get mad when men say hey, you guys are mothers and you're amazing and we love that you're mothers. And also maybe you don't uh, do as much at work like continuously because you have motherhood, which is a big, like you can't get mad at me for saying it when you just said it. And even more than motherhood, how about just the difference between men and women? Men and women are different, right? I know everybody listening agrees, but there are people that don't agree that men and women are different. I can take you back to eighth grade health class again, right? Women are different because they have the dun, 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 the guys have the dun, 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 dun. but also, um, like men, for example, are better at being physically stronger. That is an advantage that men have: physical strength. Women are better at being able to get pregnant and have babies. And there's stuff that women are all like women can fit into tight spaces. Um, women can jump all the way up onto the dining room table if they see a mouse. Um, women typically know how to do like better, like they're better at cleaning behind the toilet and stuff like that. I know these are all stereotypical things. If you don't hear the joke in here, then that's your fault. It's not my fault. Sometimes there are advantages to being one gender or another, right? I know I'm speaking as if there are only two genders. That's because there's only two genders. Like we can do a whole different podcast on that. If you want to be treated like you're a different gender, that's fine. I will treat you that way. But if we're talking about science class, it's either XX or XY, right? Get out of my face. Um, the, the current career landscape in the U.S., this semi-capitalist society is more advantageous for men, right? Guess why? Because men built it. And if you think there's some built-in oppression there, I don't. Th I think really all it is is whoever can do the most gets the most. That's what capitalism is. 
That's we're not holding hands. We're not trying to level everything out and make everybody equal. Because when you do that, all you're doing is chopping down the tallest trees. We're just going to let everybody grow as tall as they can get. And if some of the trees get taller in the current system, it's not because one side is better than the other. Maybe one one side is doing better at the system than the other because the other side is part of another system. That's I'm getting lost myself here. We're talking about trees and systems. I feel like the matrix was coming up. But if you were an employer, I know that you want to maybe think if you're woke, you want to think that you're going to act a little differently. Maybe you even would. Maybe you'd make a bad decision. But think about if you're interviewing two candidates, one happens to be male, one happens to be female, and the your male candidate has more continuous work experience, which translates to more work experience in less time, um, and your female applicant has gaps in their in their resume and also... Maybe they're going to need some time off for whatever else, or maybe they're still going to have more kids. You're going to factor that in. I'm not saying you're going to just hire the dude, but you want to make it so that the women get hired as often as the men. Look, I'm beating a dead horse now. But here's the thing. If you are that employer and you legitimately think that the woman can do as good a job, and then you try to pay her less... That woman's going to go somewhere else. Any of your employees that you underpay, you risk having them go to your competitor and blow your business up, right? So it wouldn't make sense for men and women doing the same job at the same skill level with the same level of competence to be making a different amount of money. Because if I want to discriminate against my female employees... They're going to go somewhere where somebody won't discriminate against them and that other place where they go is going to benefit from them. So in a capitalist society, people are largely paid what they're worth. Financially. Financially. I told you last week that I do this thing where I have quotes that I misquote. There's one that's, I think it was by... It was by somebody named Timothy, right? Do you know this one? No, he's shaking his head. Um, well, I haven't told you what it is yet. How do you know? Ah, gotcha. Oh, he doesn't know any quotes or any words. Um, this is a guy named Timothy Levy, I think, who said, Women who seek to be equal to men lack ambition. Right? I'm just going to let that sit right there. So, big picture. We're not talking about men and women. We're talking about statistics and we're talking about information right now and storylines. We got to stop cherry picking data and running with storylines because they're either convenient or because they look easy. You can find that data point that says women make 82% of what men make or women make 18% less than men. And you can run with that and make it a social issue. Or you can dig deeper and try to find out why. And the why, we just discussed the why. I'm not going to say it again. But, so we're, we're seeing this right now with, and this is an unpopular opinion. I'm going to probably make some other people mad here. Derek Chauvin, the police officer who killed George Floyd, who knelt on his neck for, what was it, eight minutes and 42 seconds, I believe. Um, and he's going to be tried for second degree murder, and he should. And he should be convicted, I believe. Here's the thing. What evidence do you have that Derek Chauvin is racist? What evidence, do you, what evidence do you have that he killed George Floyd because George Floyd was black? I don't know of any evidence. If there is some out there, I can't find it. 
we've gotten to a point, and I understand this, big picture, I understand that we've gotten to a point where when a white cop kills an unarmed black man, that looks like a racist hate crime. And you know what? A lot of times it might be. It might also be that Derek Chauvin sucks as a police officer and just had no business being there at all. He had how many, like almost 20 violations in the past where he'd been reported, he'd been disciplined for a few. He was a bad police officer and he killed somebody because of it. We don't know whether he killed him because he was black, right? Just like if somebody kills a person who happens to be female, it doesn't necessarily mean that they hate women. Maybe some people just do things that they shouldn't do. And maybe sometimes it's an accident. And I tend to believe that the Derek Chauvin thing was not, I don't think he intended to actually kill him because how stupid do you have to be? And he is stupid for what he did, but how stupid do you have to be to do it on purpose to kneel on somebody's neck and kill them while people are filming with their cell phones? You're in a public place, you're in a uniform, there's a lot of attention you know that things aren't going to go your way. My guess is he thought he was doing what he was supposed to, and he made a gigantic mistake that ended up killing another person. If you believe that he intentionally killed George Floyd because he's black, I understand that. My question is why? Why do you think that? Because I can't find a good reason for it. Going beyond that, I wonder, well, I don't wonder because I already know the answer to this, what if what if we allowed Derek Chauvin to apologize and we forgave him? I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished. I'm not saying that he shouldn't go to jail for murder, perhaps for the rest of his life. What I'm saying is if he at some point publicly comes out and he says, I'm sorry, I know that what I did was wrong. I know that I made a huge mistake. I didn't mean to kill him. I didn't. His his ethnicity had no effect or no was no motivation for what I did. What I did was wrong. It was stupid. It was a mistake. It was an accident. I am so sorry. I think if he did that, we would crucify him to the same extent that we're crucifying him now. <clears throat> but what would it say about us if we allowed him to change and apologize and we said, all right, man, you got to go away for quite a while, but we accept your apology. I don't know of any situation where we've done this. People don't get to change publicly. People make one, people say one thing or do one thing, and that becomes who they are. And sometimes it makes sense, like O.J. Simpson, man, you murder some people, you get off for it. We're not going to like you for a long time. Uh, but what about Paula Dean? Paula Dean, who said some racist stuff, I don't know, like 15 years ago, and most of you don't even know who she is because I don't think she's even a person anymore. She was a cook. She was a woman who cooked with butter and fried everything, and she was from the South, and she said out of her mouth exactly what you thought that she thought because people who fry everything with, the, with butter from the South are typically, they got some racist ideas cooked into them. Right, and that's not probably even their fault. It's, it's how they were brought up. It's the butter cooking people that raised them. But when people come out and apologize, we destroy them even more. So, in summary, we've kind of been all over the place. 
In summary, women are not less valuable than men, although they get paid less in the workplace. Uh, statistically, a woman doing the same job with the same competency as a man should, and I believe usually is, should be and is paid the same. Um, and then also, I don't know, Derek Chauvin maybe wasn't racist. He was just a bad guy. And then, I don't know what else did we talk about. That Timothy quote guy, right? Yeah, you're no help. All right. Thanks, everybody. I love you all.